Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 2, as the New York Rangers are playing their first preseason game against the Boston Bruins and you know I have to say that although the score is currently three nothing with about eight minutes to go in a third um the Rangers look all right I mean obviously they're not uh starting a lot of their um varsity players so to speak and uh but they're moving the puck they uh had their chances I mean um I, I forget this goalie's name is it Busey or something made maybe the save of the season so far and this is the first preseason game and uh yeah unbelievable save there uh the rangers have hit crossbars they hit the post they hit um well they had a deflection that looked like it was just about to go in and it sat on the goal line and they swiped it out um so there there are certainly chances there um they're moving the puck well they're they're skating they're moving their feet uh they're drawing uh, some power plays and you know, although the uh, a couple lapses in, in defensive coverage and some boneheaded plays, uh, yeah, the New York Rangers are down three nothing. So, uh, yeah, a- again, it's preseason. I'm not really putting too much stock into this game, and I don't think anybody is. But you know, you you do want to you know see this team at least play at a different energy level than maybe the Rangers of last year. Uh, you know, again, it's just uh, a tough night, you know, three, three, nothing already with, you know, the Boston Bruins, uh, you know, you wanted to at least see some sort of goal after watching that Jets game, but it doesn't seem like Sunday. Sunday's just not my day. I mean, I, I really, it's just, it's, you know, you get the Sunday scaries, you put on the jet game, they absolutely get massacred. And although their defense stepped up. And, and and played well down the stretch. It's like no one scores. No one scores for the Rangers. No one scores for the Jets. It's like, can I just see my team, you know, put the you know football in the end zone and or put the puck in the in the net just you know a couple times today? You know, is that too hard to ask? I mean, it's just like it's it's embarrassing at this point. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's just so exciting to have hockey back, and you know. Um, you know, watching some of the other preseason games, it just, you know, it, you've really, you 
don't realize how much you miss it until it actually comes back. And, you know, I'm already looking forward to Tuesday night where the Rangers and Islanders will be playing at Madison Square Garden. So, yeah, again, um, you know, my takeaways from this game, you know, if there's really any is that, you know, the Rangers are definitely playing with a little bit more pep in their step. Um, you know, they, they just they have done literally everything except score a goal. I mean, they, you know, have driven five power plays, um, 28 shots on goal so far. Um, they're out hitting them. They have some blocked shots. You know, they're doing everything. You know, they're doing everything they possibly can, um, you know, to get themselves back in it. But unfortunately, um, just puck luck and and goaltending is keeping, you know, the Bruins, you know, uh, you know, keeping their 3-1, 3-0 lead alive. So, yeah, uh, no Andy, as you can tell by now. Uh, he, I think, cut his finger washing a dish tonight. So, uh, you know, Andy having a tough time with the finger injuries. Uh, wish him the best and hopefully he, uh, you know, can get that taped up there. So, uh, yeah, this podcast, I mean, again, it's, we're heading into the season. We're heading into a, a, you know, the preseason is upon us, but we're heading into a season where there's, you know, you know, question mark on our expectations. Where do the Rangers fall amongst, you know, the Eastern Conference? Where do they fall amongst the Metropolitan Division? And, you know, I think, you know, every, every Ranger fan expects them to be in the top three. I certainly do. Um, I don't think them, they're able to be anything more than a three seed in the Metro, but, you know, we'll see. You know, that's why you play the game. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a long one, but if you have the expectations that this team is nothing more than a middle of the pack team in the Metro, uh, and that they should make the playoffs, but not at a high seed, I think you'll be fine. If you are delusional and think that this team is competing for a president's trophy or anything like that, uh, you're going to be, you know, definitely disappointed. Um, I think everyone uh, saw the news this morning. Zabenajad is now listed day to day with a an injury. I haven't seen an update yet, other than he didn't get back on the ice uh, and, and skates this morning. So yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a long series or, or a long season, and it's just you're gonna have to take it game by game and go with the punches. I I almost would rather guys get hurt and you know the ups and downs and play 500 hockey and squeak into the playoffs with a healthy team then you know be healthy all year long and just get knocked out in the first round because nobody showed up and you know this team needs to face a little um you know it needs to face a little hardship here and you know learn how to overcome uh you know overcome these struggles that a lot of these teams have i mean they're not the first team in the NHL to ever have their number one center go down in the preseason. You know, it's just, it is what it is. You see it happen all the time. And, you know, whether or not Zibanejad is out long-term, months, weeks, days, I know he's listed day-to-day, but that can all change tomorrow. Um, you know, it's just, they're going to have to overcome and adapt and, and realize that, you know, the, the next man up mentality has to persevere here. So, little adversity is not not too bad for this team uh especially early you know hopefully it'll bring them together and and we'll go from there uh of course the five o'clock start you know i knew everything was going to get fucked up it's it's pouring rain it's going to pour for the next like 15 days in a row here it's been pouring since what thursday or friday 
it's just uh it's just there's nothing but rain and misery here in, in the metropolitan area so uh they moved the game to 5:45 because uh delays of when the rangers i must have got, gotten to boston i mean i don't know just look at the weather people you, you can't they probably looked at the gps and said we'll leave you know four hours before the game we'll get there you know you know an hour before like, like come on what is this like how are you not there on time you know i i know it's it's i'm you know pulling teeth here for this podcast but look i mean come on we're going to really delay the game 45 minutes because you couldn't get there in time. Jesus, it's like you, you, you can never win on Sundays. You know, I go from the 1 p.m. Jets kickoff and see absolutely nothing on offense. I get a delayed game start start time for the Rangers game. They do absolutely nothing on offense. I, listen, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not like mad at them because they're just the amount of puck luck is unbelievable uh, that they've been running into. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's not what, it's not what I, uh, I wanted to spend my Sunday. I wanted to be celebrating. I wanted to be happy, but this is what we are, you know? Um, you know, a couple questions I think going into the season two is, you know, you know, not just what the Rangers are, but you know, what is everybody else? You know, what is everybody else around the league? What are their expectations? And, you know, are the teams that surround the Rangers are, are they as good as everybody is saying? And, you know, the truth is that, you know, like always, the, you know, the teams that you know are going to be there are going to be at the top. The Carolina Hurricanes are just coached too well. The New Jersey Devils, I think there's a question mark on their, their, their coaching. You know, if you look at their team last year, you know, they had, you know, I think the biggest improvement in, you know, offense uh, and scoring goals uh, in the history of the league between two seasons. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to capture that. I don't know if they're going to be, you know, as good as they were last year in terms of being able to put the puck in the net, um, especially because they lost, um, you know, their assistant coach and um, Andrew uh, Brunette. And, uh, you know, so again, it's you never know what the Devils. I do think that the Devils are better than the Rangers. Um, their Their star players just show up. I mean, Hughes is just, you know, he's going to have w- well over 100 points this year. He stays healthy and you know i think they get a full year of health, healthy dougie hamilton that will be huge for them um i think a question mark is you know you know is akir schmid gonna be uh their starter the whole year and you know is he gonna be able to pull off the success that he had last year so again you know there's so many different you know uh you know questions with devils and just goaltending obviously going to be one of them uh they're going to need two uh, like every team does now uh you know, I just think, you know, overall, if you look at the teams, maybe you'd put below the Rangers that the Rangers are that three seed in the Metro, the New York Islanders, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think the Penguins are going to be better than they were last year. I think, you know, Crosby's realizing that this is probably, um, you know, the last couple of years, he's going to be able to do anything in this league. So look for them to make a push. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres will probably be better. Ottawa centers, you think will be better. Detroit will be better. You know, capitals, um, I think are on the decline. The flyers will probably be a little bit better, but I don't think they're going to be fighting for a wild card. And you have, you know, it's it just, <coughs> excuse me. You know, you just look at, um, you know, the, all the other teams that might be f- fighting for, you know, the, uh, the wild card, you know, I, I don't think Columbus is going to be one of those teams, but, Again, you know, you got to look at 
you know, you got to look at where, you know, Boston will be, you know, if you have the Florida Panthers, the Montreal, um, the Montreal, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the top three of the Atlantic, you know, where, you know, where's Boston going to be? Are they going to be a wildcard team? You know, there's different, different ways to look at this, you know, Eastern Conference and say, yeah, although, you know, there won't be the Boston Bruins of, of last year, although there won't be the same, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins of last year that, you know, basically gave away their playoff spot to the Islanders, you know, it's just, uh, or the Florida Panthers, excuse me, who fought just to get in and got lucky that Pittsburgh Penguins, I think, lost to the Islanders. No, who they lose to? They lost to somebody at the bottom. They lost to, I think, the Canadians, like one of the last games of the season. And Florida was able to sneak in with 92 points while Pittsburgh had 91. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's that's what the Eastern Conference is going to be. It's I feel like everyone's in the driver's seat. It's whether or not they show up. It's whether or not they can be consistent. It's whether or not, um, you know, they can have their top players perform at, you know, high levels. And, you know, that's the same for the New York Rangers. The problem, I think, with the New York Rangers, what they face is that, um, you know, and you hopefully, you know, LaViolette will change this, is that, you know, they lack structure. They lack, you know, they lack, uh, you know, positioning. They lack puck movement, you know, with their, you know, when they're tired, those games where they can't get anything going, you know, sometimes structure, sometimes playing positional hockey and just, White waiting for a moment where you can turn the puck over um, because you force them to make a bad play. And, you know, that's how you, you know, you generate a scoring chance. They didn't, they weren't able to do that last year because they didn't have a system. You know, they weren't aggressive in the neutral zone enough. They weren't able to, you know, cherry pick a pass and, and create offense off of it because they were kind of all standing around. They were individuals without the puck and that's just not going to work. And, you know, even when, you know, we do have the puck. It's like, there's got to be a set play. There's got to be lanes getting filled and, you know, passing options more than one for each player, you know, for, for each player, you know, fill the lanes in, um, you know, if Adam Fox has the puck, you know, three forwards have to get open and that defenseman either has got to be a support man or has got to be flying up the ice to look for an outlet pass, you know, depending on, you know, what the opponent's coverage is, you know, that's the stuff I want to see going into this season. Um, Again, we're only two games, or I'm sorry, we're only two days really into the preseason. Oh my God, I just switched back onto the Rangers. Oh, was that a flashback? Harper with the fight? I must have missed that. All right. Let me take this as a distraction. But yeah, anyway, you know, I, again, it's just, I think the New York Islanders will end, end up, you know, falling out of the playoffs. I don't believe in them. Um, you know, I'll throw some money for everybody to Sorokin to win the, the Vesna this year. This way he doesn't, um, you know, the Florida Panthers, you know, again, I, I don't know what to expect them just because they made it to the Stanley cup final doesn't automatically mean they're going to be, you know, a one or a two seed in the Atlantic. I think, you know, they're still going to be one of those teams that's going to, you know, find it to be a struggle throughout the regular season to be consistent. You know, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, it's a tough, it's a long, tough season. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I uh, hope that the Rangers are able to find consistency. So that's going to be, you know, the, probably the theme of the season It's like, can they be consistent enough to, you know, get themselves into the playoffs? Can they be consistent enough to win a playoff series, you know, and just take it game by game and, you know, hope that you get a point or two on the road and, you know, you, you know, play, you know, well above 500 hockey at home. 
Uh, even, you know, look out West, you know, Colorado Avalanche, you know, they struggled in playoffs, you know, they struggled during the regular season. They had the injury bug and, you know, just it's, it's hard to repeat as a Stanley Cup champion. I think the Dallas Stars are going to be a beast of a team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the Central this year. Um, the Minnesota Wild, you know, their roster isn't always sexy, but they're a big, heavy team that can win a lot of games. And, you know, they just seem to, you know, always be sticking around. So um, they'll be right there. The Vegas Golden Knights, you know, they're going to have the bullet on their back. Uh, bullseye on their back, not the bullet. Um, you know, as the Stanley Cup champion, Edmonton Oilers are going to be, you know, right there. Obviously, them the probably the two most dynamic players in the league right now. Uh, the LA Kings are going to be much better. I think they're much balanced team, strong down the middle. They're going to be a shitty matchup for uh, the two seed or three seed, I should say, in the in the uh, if you know if they don't win the uh, Pacific. Um, yeah, it's just a shit team to play in the first round, LA. And then you got you know the Seattle Kraken that made the playoffs last year, and the Winnipeg Jets that I think will take a step back. But you know you know there's going to be teams like. You know, Nashville, Arizona, I think this year will be better. Uh, Calgary that are going to be itching to make the playoffs. So, yeah, there's there's going to be, you know, the same issues in the West and the same issues in the East. It's like, can these teams be consistent enough? Because a lot of these teams have a lot of dynamic players. A lot of them have a lot of talent up front. It's whether or not their goaltending can be, you know, uh, consistent. You know, their, their decor can stay, you know, healthy and strong. And, you know, again, for the New York Rangers, it's going to be the same old, same old, you know, are their stars going to be able to, you know, play like all stars? And, uh, you know, you kind of hope so, but not a good start with uh, Zibanejad. Let me see if there is an update with him. Usually Vince is pretty good, but there is a game going on and I doubt they gave anything after um, the morning skate. Um, Here we go. You know, Boston officially beat the Rangers 3-0. Um, Brandon Busey was the goalie for the Bruins. Um, one of the best saved on uh, Brzezinski, I think it was. Just an unbelievable save. Great puck move by the Rangers. Uh, Johnny Quick played a period and a half for the New York Rangers. He allowed all three goals. Again, not really, not, not as... Not his fault. I mean, especially the like the DeBrus goal. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the puck ended up right on a stick, and he was able to, uh, you know, bury it before he got set. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Connecticut, help is available for a gambling problem at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 
Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms of responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. LaViolette says, Zibanejad has an upper body injury. He's day-to-day. Um, tried to get some clarity on the severity of the injury, injury but LaViolette left it at this. It just happened, so he's day-to-day right now. Okay. So, again, uh, thank God it's earlier in the preseason. And, uh, you know, if it if it's a thing that needs a couple weeks, you won't miss miss much uh, regular season hockey, if any. So, you know, you got to hope that uh, it's not as serious as uh, it could be. All right. Uh, the next thing I kind of want to touch base on is these games overseas. Uh, listen, I get it. They're trying to, you know, grow the game around the world. But, you know, I, the, the, my take on these games is that I'm trying to find out where the I think it was Australia where they had the game. My problem is you haven't you you can't even grow the game here. You think you're going to be successful to grow the game worldwide? Like, is there honest to God, I would love someone to sit me down and explain to me how the Rangers are being successful, growing the game around the world when they're not even successful growing the game here. I mean, the deal with the ESPN to have the games on ESPN and TNT is a complete and utter disaster. ESPN doesn't even brought like they don't if they had a choice, they wouldn't even broadcast the games. Like they bought the rights to it, but they don't even talk about hockey anywhere else other than, well, drop the puck, last whistle. That's all we're talking about with hockey. You know, it's it's like embarrassing. And uh yeah, I just instead of flying these teams out and playing around the world, why don't they just concentrate on trying to you know, save franchises, you know, from going under, you know, do you really need to, to get, you know, you know, uh, a fan base in Australia for the Arizona Coyotes? Why not try getting them a fan base in Arizona first? You know, they're playing in a college rink right now. Can we figure that out before we're sending these teams around the world? Now, if you want to go send the New York Rangers and the Detroit Red Wings or the Boston Bruins to go play somewhere, yeah, that's fine. But, like, why are we picking the Arizona Coyotes? They have enough problems as it is. They don't need to be going playing around the world doing a fucking, you know, you know, uh, you know, an NHL 23 video game schedule where they're going to play in Australia. And then, you know, we had to go to Europe to watch hockey games. It's like, first off, they're on an ESPN at 12.05 a.m. That's like ESPN's dream. It's like, oh my God, we don't have to play a hockey game in prime time. We got one at twelve oh five a.m. when nobody's watching. You know, it's like they're. It, I don't know. I, I know I'm rambling about nonsense here, but it just it annoys me sometimes because I know they have the mentality of like we're trying to grow the game around the world. It's like you can't even do it in our Arizona, where the team actually is. You think all of a sudden you're going to grow the game in Australia? It's like concentrate home first and then worry about growing the game around the world or pick franchises that don't ever have a problem, you know, getting fans to the games or, you know, getting ratings on TV, you know, I don't know. Just, just my thought. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, let's see, was there anything else in the hockey world and the news? Um, All right, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I again, the you know, Rangers don't have all this time to waste. It's a new attitude in New York. Yeah, again, listen, it it's all talk. I need to see these players do something. I need that. I need to see this team step up and you know rise to the challenge. I think they can do it. I do. Like in my heart, I think that there's a possibility that I can do it. And when I say do it, my definition of do it is get to the playoffs, win a playoff round. If you say Stanley Cup, no, there's not a fucking chance that this team wins the Stanley Cup. They just, they don't, first off, they don't have the captain. Truba is more interested in his art projects than he is right now of winning hockey games. You know, do you think Sidney Crosby is doing interpretive art during the offseason? Do you think that's what he was doing before he won the Stanley Cup? Do you think John Quick was doing interpretive art pieces, you know, the year before he won the Stanley Cup? Do you think the St. Louis Blues were practicing, you know, team interpretive art projects before they went on the run? You know, it's just you got to eat, breathe and shit hockey. It's got to be your entire life. There can be zero distractions. Look at Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, you know, look at these guys that are legends of the game. You know, if you want to go down the hockey road, you, you know, Wayne Gretzky, you know, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, you know, do you think these guys care about anything other than hockey? No. And I think the Rangers and New York City has a lot of distractions. You know, I think Truba now likes his art. I think. You know, Zabinajad, no, can't wait to be a DJ after he hangs him up. You know, I think Henrik Lundqvist uh, was a little soft with our team and wasn't fiery enough. Uh, and he had a lot of distractions outside, you know. He needed the, the nicest suit. He needed, uh, you know, the nicest haircut. He needed the, the modeling. He needed the, the watch, you know, uh, deal. He needed the, you know, cologne deal that he just put out. You know, I, there's got to be a team and there's got to be a drive that comes from the captains all the way down to the rookies. And it's got to be you got to eat, breathe and shit hockey. It's got to be 24 seven on your mind. It's got to be the most important thing. And, you know, I, I think there are a few players that probably, you know, feel that way on the team. And again, I just don't know if our leadership, I don't know if. You know, Lafreniere, if you looked on the Instagram where, you know, the, the guys were doing the little clipboard where it said, like, my best friend is Lindy, my, you know, uh, my nickname is so-and-so, like all that. I played five seasons in the NHL. You know, the person that makes me laugh is everyone picked fucking Lafreniere. It's like, is this guy, like, is this guy the fucking team clown? Instead of making everybody laugh. You know, why don't you make, you know, why don't you put the fucking puck in the net or make a pass or concentrate on becoming a faster hockey player or getting stronger? This is the shit I'm talking about. It's too loose. It's too loose in the fucking locker room. You got to eat, breathe and shit hockey. And, you know, you don't want things too tight. I understand that. But I think everyone that's played organized hockey or organized sports knows when a team is focused and a team is not focused. The New York Rangers, last year against the New Jersey Devils, round one, 
Were they playing like a team that was talented but unfocused? Or a team that was really focused but not talented enough? I think it's a pretty fucking obvious answer. They certainly had the talent. They were just not focused. They did not want it more than the New Jersey Jersey Devils. They got out-coached. They got out-hustled. They got out-positioned. They got out-worked along the boards. They got out-worked in front of the net. And Game 7, they just didn't even show up. That's on Gallant. That's on Truba. That's on Kreider. That's on Mika. That's on Panarin. That's on Fox. Again, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be a Stanley Cup contender, you got to fucking be a Stanley Cup contender from game one to game 82 and all through the playoffs. It's a swagger. It's an attitude. It's a fucking way of life. That's why not everyone wins it. That's why guys go their whole career and they don't even sniff the cup. You know, I know there's a ton of factors involved in that. But, you know, legends find a fucking way to win a cup. They do. Look at Ray Bork. Yeah, he didn't get it in Boston. But that motherfucker went to Colorado and that team was fucking destined to win a cup. You know? Look at Scott Stevens. You think that guy was doing fucking art pieces? In his fucking, you know, garage before a season started. That guy probably had the 15 of his fucking worst enemies in a fucking, on a fucking, you know, on a boxing bag. And he was just beating the shit out of it every single day during the offseason. Yeah, Rangers got to find that. You think fucking Mark Messier was doing that shit? No. Yager? Yaker wakes up in the middle of the night, just did fucking bodyweight squats forever, just so he can be the best. Again, it's a fucking mentality. The Rangers got to have it. Um, you know, they, they, played, they played okay tonight. Obviously, you can't say they played well if they lose 3-0, but, you know, I'll give it to them. They fucking at least were working, and they didn't give up, even though the score was 3-0. A um, couple lapses. Again, not a lot of starters played. No. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting year. But so far, uh, you know, LaViolette really only had these guys on the ice a couple times. Um, but I can already already tell that there's a little bit of a difference here. So, again, let's go Rangers. Uh, we'll talk to you again in the middle of the week. Season 5, Episode 2 in the books here. Uh, crazy. Season, the fifth season already. Uh, yeah, so everyone uh, enjoy your Monday and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>